Hello and welcome to another episode of Broke Bitch Anonymous. I am officially back from Art Basel. I got back yesterday morning, Sunday morning, and I pretty much just slept for 20 hours. I kid you not. And I woke up this morning on Monday morning and I was thinking, all right, I probably should record something. But the subject I want to talk about today is a little bit different, a little bit of a departure, I would say, from all of the other things I've talked about on this podcast before, whether it's like stripping or sugar daddies or fucking crypto or, you know, whatever it is. Uh, This subject, as you can tell by the fucking title, probably, so I don't really need to explain it too much, is something that I have always found to be extremely cringy. Um, especially as I have entered my late 20s and I've realized how empty and hollow a lot of networking interactions can be and a lot of like the people that you end up meeting at parties that talk a big game about what they do and how they could help you and how you could help them and blah blah blah. Uh, Tequila does a lot of talking, liquor does a lot of talking, the environment of being at a party and kind of not wanting to seem boring to the person you're talking to I think speaks volumes about why people end up bullshitting so much but as I have entered sort of my mid to late 20s and realized that events specifically made to network are kind of bullshit and at least for me I'm the type of person that would rather have a few solid real relationships with people instead of just kind of knowing a bunch of people but not really knowing anyone So I have really avoided networking uh, in any serious capacity since I'm going to say I was like 23. Before then, when I had just graduated college, I I think I still I wanted to believe that like, you know, it was important because, of course, it is important to know people. But back then, I think I was more naive to think, oh, if I just meet somebody and, and charm them with my with my personality, then they'll you know, want to help me out or they'll add me to their little Rolodex of contacts that they hit up when they need something or something like that. But obviously everyone kind of comes to the realization that doesn't matter how many hands you shake at different parties, odds are that three minutes later that person's probably going to forget you. And usually, for me anyways, I would rather just stay at home. Plus, Twitter and Instagram and just social media in general, I think really changed networking over our lifetime, like my generation, millennials, whatever, I guess also probably Gen Z, but they don't even fucking know how it was before. So I can't really speak on them. But I think that with Instagram and DMs and stuff like that, networking just shifted a lot from the actual physical meeting somebody to, I I guess, DMing them, following them, following them back, kind of starting to keep up with each other's lives before you actually shift into some kind of conversation and relationship. I know that for me, I I definitely saw Instagram as a really powerful like networking tool for probably a majority of the years that I've been on it. Uh, It's just a really good way to keep in touch with people and like build kind of relationships in a way. I think that that also has changed. I don't really see Instagram as that important in like networking anymore. I kind of feel like it's fading away and there's something else that's probably becoming more powerful, whether it's like TikTok or I don't know, maybe it's back to reality. Maybe it's the metaverse. I don't know what it is, but I know that I used to see Instagram as kind of more important, honestly, than going to a random party and talking to random people. But anyways, so I have really not 
valued networking very much and I find it exhausting and I find it kind of a weird force thing where in my head I'm usually thinking like why the fuck do I have to shake all these people's hands when I mean even before COVID I feel like shaking hands is kind of gross and also it just feels unnecessary because if we're both being honest with each other we're not going to remember like we're probably never going to speak again so this is just a we're wasting each other's time it's a waste of time transaction uh and I don't know if that's too fatalistic of a viewpoint to have when it comes to networking but I was forced to reevaluate how I feel about it and just kind of open myself back up to whatever comes with networking this past weekend when I was in Miami because pretty much as soon as I got there a friend of mine invited me to this like NFT launch metaverse crypto event thing where I guess they were kind of testing out and recreating what the metaverse might look like and there were all these nfts that were i guess being sold and there was you know crazy lights and 3d glasses and holograms and murals and shit like that and it was really cool actually i was shocked i probably should not have been but i was shocked at how many events this year at our basil all had to do with like crypto and nfts and stuff like that a really really different vibe than the art basil that i had been to in 2019 it was nothing happened. There was no Art Basel in 2020, just for the record. But so the last year that I had been, it was more, you know, about art and fucking Soho Beach House and influencers and whatever. But this year was really, really structured around crypto and NFTs and just the new digital reality, whatever you want to call it. So we get down there and immediately I'm clocking like, all right, this year is going to be probably pretty different. But also this friend of mine that brought me here is suddenly introducing me to like fucking everybody at the party. And I'm just thinking like, this is unnecessary. I don't really need to meet any of these people because not only do I not really create any NFTs or have much knowledge about them, but also the volume of people that I'm meeting, like, there's no way that I'm going to remember most of them and that they're really going to remember me. And it's like, also, COVID is still here. Not that I care that much about it, but I don't really also want to be shaking like 100 people's hands. It's kind of gross when you think about it. So I'm just thinking like, if this is how our Basel is going to be this year of just weird forced interactions and meeting people that you know you don't really know that much about them they don't really know that much about you you don't really want to invest more in the conversation than just a little bit of small talk and exchanging each other's names so it's probably not going to go anywhere anyways you know just that weird networking shit I was like if this is how our basil is going to be it feels like colder it feels just very very different than what I remember then I guess I'm going to have to figure out a way to make this work for me in some way. And as we're going around the party meeting a bunch of people, I'm also thinking like, I am 29. The point for me to be here and just party in an empty way or is kind of mute. That's not really, I don't think I really should be moving like that anymore. Just to be completely honest with myself, I feel I mean, of course, 
anyone's allowed to have a good time whenever they want and there's no shame in that at all i mean i'm the first person that probably will want to go out and do something but at the same time i've already invested in you know my hotel room i've invested in the flight being down here i've invested in all of these like uber surge prices just to move from point a to point b I probably don't need to just come down here on an empty mission of doing tequila shots and going home. If I can actually gain something productive from it, that probably will be a better outcome. So as we're going around meeting people, I'm thinking like, okay, well, maybe, maybe this is, maybe this is actually all right. Maybe, maybe I can figure out something from this party that will help me down the line. So I'm kind of conflicted and torn in both ways and just shocked honestly because it was such a different it was such a different energy to be at some kind of crypto convention pretty much versus what art basel used to be but as the night went on and as it bled kind of into the morning and the next day and i went to a few more parties and whatever i started to realize that i think i actually have been networking without clocking what it was without categorizing as networking for a while because I had a few situations where I mean everyone comes down to Miami for our Basel or a lot of people are down there so there were people from Toronto that I used to know like three four or five years ago who I hadn't seen in years versus people from Atlanta who I met two weeks ago versus people from LA that I hadn't seen in a year in New York and whatever and I knew a lot a lot of people down there even though I did go alone, which is a topic I guess I will touch on now. I was so nervous, honestly, to go alone. I was supposed to go with a girlfriend of mine who canceled because she just had like problems with her job and she just felt like it wasn't the right time for her to be going. So I went regardless alone, booked my own Airbnb, was just like, I'm going to figure this out on my own. I know enough people. It'll be fine. And I'm actually really grateful that I did go alone. The only <laughs> benefit I think if I hadn't been alone or one of the major benefits, honestly, since this is a finance podcast, I hope people call it that. But I think one of the main benefits of going somewhere with somebody, unless of course, like it's nice to be around your friends and it's nice to be around people that you love and all of that. I, I'm not a monster, but really one of the major benefits of, in going on a trip with someone is that you can split costs. And when you're alone, you have to eat everything on your own. So every $50 Uber surge, every fucking everything, it's it's just yours. That's your fee, um, which is which is a little bit scary and a little bit expensive. And it definitely ended up being more expensive than I wanted it to be the, all, the whole trip overall. But as I was down there alone, I'm starting to realize, like, actually, I know more people than I than I thought I did. And it's putting into context the people who I knew from Canada who were down there, some of them, like, they were still in their circle of friends and clinging on to the circle of people that they knew who were also there from Canada versus when we met up, I realized that I I knew all these, all these other situations and parties and people and stuff like that. And it's not because I'm like cooler or whatever than them. It's just like I had, I forced myself over the last couple of years to keep like reaching for something and, and moving from city to city and just working like 
in a way that I guess they haven't because they've just stayed in the same place for the last few years. And I didn't really realize the value of that, to be honest with you, until I was down there. And I'm like, I have all of these relationships with people. I'm going to the fucking, I, like, I don't know, West Side Gun Party to then doing a podcast on Fresh and Fit to then going to like this private gallery showcase where like Meek Mill is at and all these people are at like and I'm allowed to move around in these circles because of the I guess natural relationships I've built up over the last couple of years not unintentionally but also not in a forced way I don't know if that makes sense I just had this moment of like your network is so 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 important and if I were still in their position of being still in Canada and still around the same people that I was around three, four years ago, I don't think I would be as happy. I don't think that my future would be as bright. I don't like being around them was really just not that inspiring to me at all. And it's a weird conversation because you don't want to come across as a clout chaser. Like, even when you're at a party where, or even if you're in a, in a situation where you're meeting people that, you know, are famous or are very successful or whatever, and you do think that they could help you, or maybe even that you could help them in some way, you don't, you just don't want to come across as somebody who's just like fucking clout farming a party and looking for the person with the most influence to go up and talk to them. And also, even when you're not at a party, just when you're looking at your own life, you don't want to see, you don't want to be that person who's like, oh, well, I'm friends with, you know, famous people or I'm friends with this and that. So I'm, I'm better. Or, like my life is more exciting or I'm whatever. I, it's not that. And I don't, that's why I don't like the conversations of networking. I don't really think that, I think sometimes there's more unproductive components to this idea of networking as it is now versus the productive sides of it but I just did realize that like there is a lot of value in leaving your comfort zone leaving whether that's your hometown or your original group of friends not to forget about them not to not be friends with them anymore but to force yourself to grow as a person and if you can do that organically without forcing yourself onto a new group of people or a new group of friends or the most famous person at a party, then I think that there's like an infinite amount of value in that. And I realized that at our Basel because I suddenly was able to maneuver through all of these rooms where I didn't really have to buy tickets. I didn't really have to pay for anything. I didn't have to do too much. And suddenly a bunch of people were asking me if they could come with me to these things. And that's a real role reversal because before... I mean, I feel like my whole life, to be honest, I've been asking if I could come somewhere with somebody. And of course, I still have to do that sometimes. Like, I'm not fucking, I don't know, whoever. Like, but it was, it really was a role reversal because the people who were asking me if they could come with me, I used to ask them to come to them to things in Toronto and wherever. So, so it was definitely a shift that I noticed. And, after that crypto party, like I said, as the days went on, I actually ended up having a couple of really great interactions with people. 
not just people that I had met before, like shout out to Fresh from Fresh and Fit. They let me do the podcast once when I was down there. And then after we did the show, we went out, uh, we went to like a couple clubs and whatever. And I, I feel like he's one of those people that's just, he's so tapped into everything that's current and everything that's happening. And he's like an expert networker, but also very genuine. Um, and I'm just like very grateful to have those types of people in my life, to be honest, where if I'm in a city like Miami, I can hit them up and we can go and do something or whatever. I was very, very grateful for that. And I ended up meeting a lot of interesting people through him. Um, like even the guy who I did the Fresh and Fit podcast with, I don't know if you guys saw it, but Rolo Tomasi, who's this, you know, expert relationship, red pill, dating, female, male psychologist person. I don't even know exactly what to call him. He's an author. He has, he's, has a bunch of different types of media that he does but um anyway I ended up doing the show with him and we kind of connected and I feel like we will you know continue to work together in the future so that was cool and just a bunch of people that I naturally met and clicked with in a way that didn't feel forced that I was really grateful for but the most embarrassing story (laughs) and really the craziest and I really can't make this shit up I don't know if I should say the name of the person because I don't want to like, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to say the name. I think I'm just going to leave it because the name is really not as necessary. Suffice it to say that this is somebody who has like millions and millions and millions of followers, is on TV, is in movies, is, has a million brand deals, is like on every blog regularly is like a fixture of the shade room, is just like a very, very lit person who is from Atlanta and lived in Atlanta for a long time. I live in Atlanta now, so I should fucking know who this is. Like, regardless of when I got here or whatever, this person has made a name for themselves down here, is from here, has done a lot for the city. Like, I should know who this person is. So I'm at this gallery showcase exhibit launch party thing uh which was really cool it was this guy who see this is the problem (laughs) with with events and especially something like our basil you just sound like you're fucking name dropping every three seconds but anyway um it was a very cool event it was this guy pj kev who like is an entrepreneur he has he works in aviation with private jets and he's an art collector and he does all these things and so he had an exhibit and it was a really really beautiful night but I went down there with a friend of mine who uh, I met through like music artist management stuff like that who's based in LA we linked up we went to the exhibit together and we're chilling drinking just sort of you know talking to a few people here and there but I'm just kind of thinking, well, this is the main person I know here. So I'm just going to stick around with him for now and just see where the, how the night goes. And the other girl who ended up being with him was like, just, I should have clocked that it was somebody important, honestly, because you know, when you can just, when you look at somebody and they just look like money, like everything is done. And if it's not done, it still looks it still looks like they've invested something into it, whether it's like their teeth are perfect, their hair is perfect, their clothes are like very high quality, their bag is like, you know, $5,000, you can just tell. 
It's like, you know that there's somebody probably, but at the same time, I guess I'm always a skeptic. And sometimes when I see people like that, I'm all, I also think like, oh, well, maybe, you know, they're just, they're just flexing for the party or whatever. You never really know anymore. There's like so many different types of ways to look like you have money when you don't really have it like that even I mean you know there's a million people that just buy fucking iced out watches and jewelry and stuff but they don't even own their own homes or they don't necessarily have that much money in their bank account but they just want to look lit so there's this woman with us and I really I, I I'm thinking she's probably at least has money or something she must be somebody but I'm also like I'm not gonna make this fucking weird I'm not going to like ask who it is or some shit like that I'm just gonna talk to her like we're here together with this dude so fuck it so we end up talking for like an hour she's asking me about investing in crypto she's asking me about what like lip kit I was using or what lip liner and I'm using like so embarrassing this fucking like Neutrogena gloss because actually the Neutrogena lip gloss is a very good dupe for the Dior lip oil I will say that but anyways we're just talking like two girls that met at a party I'm telling her how I really want to rent a property in Miami so I can Airbnb it out and I use it actually when I'm there she's saying she does the same thing or she used to do the same thing like we're going back and forth and eventually she asks me like what I do and I tell her in whatever way I can describe what the fuck I do pretty much I tell her that I like strip in Atlanta but I also have a podcast and I work with some artists and blah 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 and I ask her what she does and she kind of looks at me like bitch are you crazy (laughs) and she's like oh well you know I'm I'm in movies she tells me the movies that she just did she's like tells me the tv shows that she's been on but she's very humble and then she like takes an instagram story with us together where we're just sort of like kind of drinking and trying to look cute and whatever and I'm like oh tag me because I don't even really realize like I still don't really realize, like, who this person is. She's like, okay, what's your Instagram? So she goes to my page, and I'm like, I, I, I'm like, oh, what's yours? And I then I pull up her page, and I see, like, oh, shit, I'm a fucking idiot. Like, this whole time I'm asking this woman who she is, what she does. I'm, tell- I'm showing her literally my crypto wallets with, like, pretty much probably no money in them compared to the money that she has, and I'm like, not bragging about it but you know saying this and that and acting like I know what the fuck I'm talking about and I'm just instantly like wow I'm and I'm retarded like I can't believe that I just talked to this woman for a whole hour and had no idea who she was like I'm embarrassed I hope she's not insulted whatever and as soon as I see her page I'm like oh it's okay you don't have to tag me like I understand I don't want her to think that I'm like clout chasing off of her or that this whole interaction has been in in an attempt for to get her to like tag me or something when like I truly did not know who she was and so as soon as I see who she is suddenly like I feel in myself and in this interaction first of all I'm embarrassed but also I'm like okay be normal like just be the same person that you were for the last hour don't like be don't we don't be weird don't make it weirder than it already is like you guys were like vibing this was like potentially a new friend this was just chill now that you know who this person is like don't make it fucking weird like don't say some stupid shit or something 
And I'm just going to be completely honest that that's what I was thinking because I was just so shocked. And it suddenly it made sense that like people kept coming up to us and like looking at her and whatever. I just thought that, I don't know, I just thought that she like looked bad and that people wanted to, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what I was thought. But like suddenly it's all clicking and it's all making sense. So I kind of suddenly am immediately terrified that I've like been way too clingy and that I've been talking to this woman that like probably wanted to leave a while ago instead of just talking to me. So I'm like, okay, well, it was really nice to meet you. I wish, once again, I'm probably making it way weirder now because now that I know who she is, I'm like running away. But I'm like, okay, well, it was really nice to meet you. Like, hopefully see you later. I'm going to go, blah, blah, blah. So I leave and then I realize that she's just like sitting there alone as I left and just is just chilling kind of beside my friend. But they're like, they don't look, I mean, they don't look busy or anything like that. Plus, at the party, they had just refilled the liquor and gotten new cups and stuff like that. So I come back to them and I'm like, hey, can I, do you guys want a drink? I'm going to get one. And she's like, yeah, yeah, of course. So I come back I get, with drinks for everyone. And we ended up talking again for another like 30 minutes. I'm like, we're like taking each other's pictures. Like it was, it was cute. It was, it was very, 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 very shocking. And truly like, I know that I can't say have networking interactions like this because this is really the type of thing that happens like once in a fucking blue moon where you are speaking to someone who's very famous and you have no idea who the fuck they are. But I'm really excited kind of about this interaction now looking back on it because she like whatever we exchanged numbers followed each other and I'm actually, I think, I mean, we'll see flying to go meet her and help her with some stuff this week, uh, which if it works out, I mean, you never know. And I'm not, I'm not putting too much stock in it. Like either way, it'll be fine, but it's like a contact I get, I guess I have now in my life and whether or not like that helps this podcast grow or that you know, whatever that leads to, I'm open to like any sort of direction that it goes in. I don't know. But I mean, it was just very natural. And somehow I'm very grateful to her that she wasn't insulted and that she was very down to earth and just really fucking cool about the fact that I asked her a million dumb questions and she seemed completely unfazed and she never once had a moment of like, do you know who I am or any of that shit, which even if she did say that, I probably wouldn't have been offended. I would probably would have just been like, I'm an idiot and I probably should know who you are. <laughs> but uh, she never was like that at all. So I'm really grateful for that. And I, I'm flying out of Atlanta again in a couple of days to go get some business done together, which is going to be dope. And I'll keep you guys posted on how it goes. Um, so that was really cool and really like a good thing that came out of Art Basel that I was not expecting in any context whatsoever. And it's worth saying at the same time that as we were talking and she was asking me about, you know, my podcast and what I had done and I was able to say like, oh, I did like academics podcast and I just did, you know, fresh and fit and I used to work with these artists at this label and this and that, whatever, that without being too name droppy about it, I think she was able to like clock, okay, you also already have relationships with people that I trust. So like maybe I can also trust you in some way. Um, and I think that's really, really valuable. And as much as like, I really hate networking at its core, 
I know so many people always say your network is your net worth, but it was another moment that I had as we're like exchanging kind of information of realizing like all of these genuine relationships I've built up with people over the last few years, just sort of grinding and somehow becoming friends with certain people that I always really respected without ever looking to use them or without ever looking to do too much. So they actually also ended up respecting me. That shit pays off tenfold and is so, so, so much more valuable than like, for example, if I had, you know, been on a big podcast or like known somebody that was big, like academics or even other people that I know who I don't name drop at all. If I had use those relationships in a way that I was kind of looking to get clout off of them or said some crazy shit about them or done this or that like there's no way that long term we would ever have the same type of respect for each other there's no way that I could ever you know be in a situation like I was the other day in Miami talking to this fucking movie star and be able to have the same level of conversation like it's just so valuable to have genuine relationships with people and to not look for like the quick come up off of them or or any of that shit. And just some like just the more genuine real relationships you can build. I think finally I'm (laughs) understanding how powerful that can be because ultimately there's no amount of money that you can pay for a friendship. There's no amount of money you can pay for respect. There's no amount of money you can pay for a relationship. There's, there isn't, there's, these are just things that you build up over time that it's just comes down to your character. And like, it's just very important. I think if we're going to talk about wealth and money to also address that point, because there are people I know who have a lot of money, but they do not have the relationships I have. And they ask me for help with shit. Like, they will never, I don't know, they, I'm not going to say they'll never have the relationships I have, because of course they could. But money is very secondary when it comes to genuine relationships. And it's easy to forget that, I think, when you're in a context of a party where you're meeting a bunch of people, and it feels kind of empty and hollow, or when you're talking to whatever watching whatever fucking youtube video where people are telling you that you got to go out and network you got to go meet people and this and that and it just kind of feels forced and it feels clout chasey and it feels weird it's easy to forget that real relationships will actually take you so fucking far and there's no recipe to build them exactly i don't think going to a party is the best way i don't think that dming somebody is the best way at all i don't think that you know, following each other. I don't think none of that is there's no recipe for it. It just has to happen somewhat naturally. And you have to I think you really have to work on yourself also and how you carry yourself and your experience and what you can bring not only to the table in general, but just like a conversation and how you make people feel that I think ultimately helps you build like real relationships. So I don't want to say your network is your net worth. But the people that you surround yourself with will ultimately help you elevate and surround yourself with even better, more inspiring people. They just will. And there's so much to be said about leaving your comfort zone and looking to build 
some kind of real relationship with, you know, just new friends and new people that you might interact with and whatever. And I also, before I leave this little story (laughs) of something that I'm very grateful for, but also genuinely this shit was so embarrassing when it was happening. I also want to say for anyone who's listening to this and feels like I'm talking very vaguely and I'm kind of saying your network is your network, but I'm not saying it, but this, that, like, I'm sorry if I'm contradicting myself. I also think that I'm older now. Well, not older. I mean, I'm 29, like I always say. And a lot of these relationships that I have started to build up, they really started when I was like in my mid to early 20s when none of us were really that lit at all. Like when I was younger and even now, I know I'm not that lit, but a lot of the genuine relationships that I had started to cultivate and build, that started before the people that I know now became as lit as they are. Like there's something to be said about believing in your peers and those at your level and investing your time into building shit with them because eventually you're going to grow up and you're going to get into your thirties and forties and whatever. And like your, the fellow assistants that you have will go on to be the executives and the CEOs. And I, I feel like I'm witnessing that shift now firsthand where people that I met years ago where both of us weren't shit now they look at me like okay this is like this is like this claudia i fuck with her like we're friends for real and they trust me enough to bring me into new situations so like if you're younger don't necessarily look at networking as something that oh i have to go out and i have to go meet the most lit person or the most famous person or i have to find a way to finesse myself into this section or this table whatever I mean, if you want to do that and if it's somewhat genuine, all right, but don't overlook the people around you that are on your same level. Find the people that you believe in, that believe in you, that support you and like fuck with them because you guys will all come up together. And I think that's where the most real relationships start and get made. So that's my little two cents on networking. That's my little two cents on my Miami networking experiences. And because we're talking about some successful networking experiences, if you can call them that, it is only right to also talk about some of the ways that I think I have networked badly in the past and that I have hustled backwards and networked backwards in the past. Because one kind of overarching theme in my life, especially in my dating life, as I look back on the last few years and something I really wish I could have done differently and that I had the fucking wisdom to know and understand back then that let me put a disclaimer also this I think is really going to be more relevant for the female listeners um maybe there are men who do this as well but I think it's less I think naturally like women look for men that can provide for them and there's there's things that are obviously attractive about successful men and I think men don't at least successful men and a lot of men don't really care as much about what a woman can provide for them they care more about just if she makes them feel good and if she looks good and you know all that other stuff so I do think that this is going to apply a little bit more for for the females out there than the, the dudes but a way that I used to network or at least what I used to think was productive. And I'm going to be very honest for the sake of 
this fucking might as well. I mean, what's the point otherwise? But I definitely used to think of like dating as some kind of weird fucked up version of networking. I'm not saying that I used to think of like fucking someone as or fucking someone famous as like a networking move, but I definitely used to like conflate the two and I think my signals were all fucked up and I used to think because I like went and partied with some famous guy that suddenly meant that we were now like contacts so that was a connection that I had in some professional context honestly I used to be this delusional like even if it wasn't a professional context I thought we were friends in I used to think that like I knew them now and they would probably have some level of like respect for me or or something and and that's really 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 not the case at all and I wish I had seen this sooner when I was like in my mid-20s running around dating different like artist managers and this and that and thinking that people were lit because they worked for fucking rock nation or whatever and thinking that because i went on four dates with them that suddenly the doors at rock nation were now opened for me um that is really not how it works and one situation well two actually many (laughs) where do i begin i remember last summer i was i had met somebody who was pretty much like I'm not going to say royalty, but close to fucking enough. His family, I found out quickly, was worth literally like billions of dollars. He was pretty much considered royalty. Like without the title, I mean, I'm not going to give too much context to it because I don't want this person to be exposed. But in our circle in New York, he was pretty much fucking royalty and outside in his own country like 100%. So uh, when I met this person, I didn't think too much about what our future would be. I thought maybe we would just be people that followed each other on Instagram. But after he asked me out uh, to dinner and then we started hanging out more and we slept together and all this stuff, I started seeing him not only as like a potential boyfriend slash husband but also is like a big kind of level up opportunity in a cringy 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 way and I think my own realization of who he was and desperately wanting to align myself with that with like with that whole prestigious upper society shit while also not clocking who I still was which was like especially then I mean even now but I was like some random girl from Toronto who like didn't have any fucking money had ambitions of working with rappers and who had been kind of exiled from the media community like with no family ties to anything important with you know arguably not the right set of fucking table manners and social skills to be in the circles that he was in and just someone who was very rough around the edges compared to him and compared to the people that he surrounded himself with. So I didn't even clock myself and think like, okay, maybe you're a little bit out of place here. Maybe you're a bit of a fish out of water. Um, Maybe if you really want to have some kind of future with this dude, you should probably work on yourself first. 
Instead, I kind of just saw him quickly and our interactions as like, oh, this is like my ticket to this like fairy tale life. And he's probably experienced that a lot with different types of women that he's been around. My biggest regret is really just seeing him as like a stepping stone almost to something bigger. Like this idea of dating up or sleeping with people that have some kind of power in this world is really, really, really dangerous and ultimately the worst way to network because eventually, I hate to say it, but those relationships nine out of 10 times will not last forever. I mean, ours definitely, definitely didn't, even though somehow we both ended up telling each other that we loved each other in like some club bathroom at five in the morning right before I left New York pretty much for good. Uh, it was a disaster. It was very messy. Um, I think he's engaged now also. So good congrats to him. But even though it might feel like it in those moments, like the shit is not going to last forever. You're probably going to, as time passes, look back on the relationship or situationship that you had and not feel great about it. You're, it's probably going to leave you with some gross feeling in the pit of your stomach just from the dynamics of what it was, which was like one person kind of like anytime you try to use somebody for something, I mean, when you look back on those interactions, at least for me, I feel kind of gross about it. Even if I wasn't explicitly using him, like I wasn't telling him, take me shopping or do this or that, I still saw him. We were not equal at all. And now like we don't talk. I mean, I don't think we have any hate for each other, but but it was just one of those relationships or situationships that was extremely unbalanced and if I can give any advice to somebody out there who thinks that dating or fucking around is the key to leveling up in life please I urge you to <laughs> look at it differently because it's if anything fucking around with somebody who you would like to potentially work with or work for or have them introduce you to people that might hire you or introduce you to the industry that you want to be in or whatever it is like it's the worst way to do it because not only are they probably not going to take you as seriously eventually they also when you guys break up are probably going to if anything want to avoid you or just feel a certain type of way about you or they don't want to see you so you're just screwing yourself over from both sides and I'm really just speaking from experience because I've had so many moments like this in my past where I remember once I like went on a date with you know this guy who used to work with pop smoke and this was before pop passed away like this was when pop was just blowing up um and I was so excited about the situation but I think I was more excited about the fact that he worked with Pop Smoke than who he was I wasn't able to like separate those two things I was too young and stupid and whatever and I remember the first night that we hung out we like slept together stayed up all night talking blah 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 and I signed so much weight onto that fleeting fleeting moment of a interaction that I really thought like oh, well now, you know, I have like a solid connection into Pop Smoke and this and that. And like, 
I don't know who needs to hear this, but just because you like fucked somebody that is important or besides someone who's important does not mean that they give a, a shit about anything you have going on or that you'll ever see them again or anything like that. And I definitely needed to hear that then. I was definitely not even delusional enough to believe that it did mean something. <laughs> and I mean, for the sake of not embarrassing myself completely, I'm not going to share every single story of every single person that I have been around in some kind of relationshipy or fuck buddy or them trying to hook up with me context with my own thinking that it could lead to some kind of bigger career opportunity down the line. But if you are looking to expand your social circle or your professional circle or whatever the case may be, and you are a young woman and you're attractive, if I could just give one piece of advice, do not fuck people who you think can help you professionally. Don't. Just don't do it because it doesn't help. It makes you feel like shit. And it is the prime example of networking backwards. If you can find a way to be around those people, even if they do want to fuck you and get them to help you out in some way or build real relationships with them and not sleep with them, beautiful. But if it is 4 a.m. and you're hanging out on a tour bus and some famous dude is dragging you to the back of the bus because he wants to whatever and you think that that is going to help you down the line in some way or that's going to build some kind of actual dynamic of trust and friendship or relationship or whatever please get the fuck out that tour bus <laughs> and run the other way because it's just it is not it is not it is not how it works and all of the people that I have managed to maintain real relationships with over the years. It's never been someone that I dated or slept with or looked at in that way. It's just it's just not how it works. So do not try to fuck your way to the top. I don't think it's a good idea. So let me leave it here. Just to go back to this weekend and deciding to go to Art Basel alone do not be afraid to be alone. Do not be afraid to move alone. Do not be afraid to vibe alone for a little bit. Even if you would rather be with your friends, sometimes waiting on other people only holds you back. If you can have the confidence to just go to a party alone or go to a new city alone or go on vacation alone, just do it because in my experience, I mean, even moving to Atlanta, even before moving to New York, now going to Art Basel, it was really my ability to be alone and learning how to be alone and not being too scared about it that has allowed me to meet the people that I've met and develop the real relationships that I have been able to develop. So... I'm not going to sit here and say your network is your net worth, but it is definitely something to build over a lifetime because there's really no amount of money that can buy anything close to a powerful network.